Hello to cat lovers everywhere. Welcome to the second episode of Personalities. I'm Sarah Haddad, your host, that wishes that she could adopt all the cats in the world, but can't, so settles with listening to cat stories instead. Thank you for tuning in this week. This week's episode is about not one, but two cats. Brothers that tolerate, but also really love each other. Their dynamic is super cute, and their owners are very nice people. I hope you enjoy. Let's listen. Thanks, guys, for coming today. I'm very excited to hear about your life through your cats and their personalities. So go ahead whenever you want. There are cats, both of us. Yeah, we can take turns. That's true. Well, I got Ziggy and Cooper. So Ziggy, Stardust, and... Special Agent Dale Cooper. From Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. The former from uh, David Bowie, because so we got Ziggy in 2016, I think, and supposedly he was born around the time that I think David Bowie left this planet, Mm -hmm. which was part of the impetus for the name, but also zigzagging and his coat pattern because he's an orange tabby, kind of a dark orange. And then Cooper. We initially thought that Ziggy was a pygmy cat. And since he was small and orange, I wanted to ironically name him Gwyn Lord of Cinder. From but, Dark Souls. Yeah. But, yeah, we thought from the first picture that he was actually a munchkin cat. We were very excited to have a very like vertically challenged cat. But it ended up that he was just crouching. <laughs> Did you discover that when you like saw him in real life? No, we got another picture later because the way that we learned about him is my mom knew I was looking for a cat and she happened to find out about a cat from this foster lady that lived near her who picked up a little orange kitty um, about five months old who had been living in the neighborhood and his, the nickname that she gave him was Pally because he would pal around and kind of be the Robin to another cat's Batman and like hang around and follow him and be codependent. So I was like, well, shoot, my family has a soft spot for orange cats. So, of course, I had to meet this cat. And Reese and I weren't living together at the time. We were still living in our separate apartments before we consolidated. But he came with me to interview Ziggy over at the foster lady's house. Mm-hmm. He was very shy and he didn't want to come out. Yeah, we initially expected him to be a very reserved cat. And he was initially until he kind of got used to us. Uh, and then he was extremely rambunctious. Uh, <laughs> every time I would come over to spend the night, he would just constantly attack my feet. Because he wanted to play throughout the night. So we had to get the dupe just to be a speed bump for Ziggy. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't walk across a one-bedroom apartment without Ziggy jumping up and, like, boxing your knees. And he proved to be very codependent and friendly and cuddly once he came out of his shell. So, yeah, then through the same foster lady, she had a friend who also fostered cats. 
and found the cat who was Ziggy's mom and her last litter before they did catch, fix, release. So Cooper and Ziggy are brothers in the sense of like relationships and like living together, but are at least genetically half brothers, if not full brothers. I mean, especially because like a litter of kittens can be sired by a bunch of different Dubro cats. But Cooper was in the litter that was probably the most recent after Ziggy's. Because they're about six months apart in age. Because we went over to the foster lady's house. And Cooper was there with a couple of the other siblings. And, um, like, we were sitting in there and kind of just observing. And then we see this one bicolor tabby, like, white with, like, gray, brown, black striping kind of gooing over the edge of the table and then like crab walking across the room and running around and freaking himself out. And we decided that's the one. That's the one we want. We want the one that's crab running across the room. That's our special, special boy. (laughs) But his original name was Opie, which is coincidental because that was the name of like my childhood cat growing up who looks like Cooper but was orange instead. Figured we would change his name, but at the time we were watching Twin Peaks, and since Cooper acts like he can see things in another plane, like the Black Lodge, um, we figured that kind of a supernatural name would be suitable for him. So that's how that came about. But like anybody's cats, they all have nicknames. So... That's why we usually refer to him as the dupe. And he dupes as in like a verb, like he just dupes because that's, I don't know, I guess a fitting word to explain his unusual behavior because <laughs> he's definitely a little less composed <laughs> than Ziggy. Um, Definitely less graceful, but makes up for it in his flexibility and lack of bone structure. So... That's the two boys that we have right now. Has uh, Cooper proved as a good speed bump for Ziggy? Oh, yeah. I I would say so. Yeah. Um, They're both calmer now than they were at the time, but Ziggy's certainly the instigator most of the time. Uh, Cooper every now and then will start something, but usually he's playing defense. Yeah, Cooper's definitely the one that gets on the floor on his back and makes his arms and his legs free, um, like bear trap mode, to get Ziggy because he knows it's coming. But Cooper can just sit on Ziggy and just by principle of like mass alone can just overpower him but by just sitting on him. So usually Cooper doesn't have to do all that much if he wants to put Ziggy in his place. But Ziggy is definitely the alpha and Cooper is fairly content with being a bit more passive. So glad that the politics for that worked out. (laughs) Cooper also just has a gargantuan mouth. So (laughs) I feel like at least once I've seen him just basically fit Ziggy's head into his mouth. (laughs) So, you know, he makes it known when he's done playing. Yeah. Like when you're, when you and your siblings were kids and, you're telling somebody, quit, and then they like lick your hand or something. That kind of behavior and dynamic. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but mellowed slightly with age because I think Ziggy's like five or six now and Cooper is about a half a year younger, if not a little bit more. So approximately fairly close in age. What are some of their favorite toys? Like, how do you like to play with them? Ziggy really enjoys crinkle balls. Anything that kind of has that like textured sound. Um, He actually taught himself how to play fetch with them when he was a kitten. Like he would throw it and then he realized that the game could continue if he brought it back. So he would do that. And I would also play goalie with him with those. And that kind of helped bring him out of his shell. Cooper's got basically just two toys that he likes. Uh, There's one that we call the particle accelerator. (laughs) It's one of those toys with the ball in the loop. Uh, That was his, I guess, bonus present when we got him uh, that came with Cooper. So he still enjoys that because he can lounge and also engage in scientific research at the same time. Uh, But we also have these little toys that we refer to as his caterpillars. I'm not entirely sure what they're supposed to be. They're just kind of... I think they're supposed to be just fuzzy caterpillars. Yeah, they're not They're not like bug-esque. They're just like vaguely hot dog shaped, but fuzzy and with a defined head region. Um, He loves those. He treats them like kittens and kind of just herds them around the house. Um, I don't know if he... I wouldn't be surprised if he actually thought they were kittens well, the they, way he treats them. They're similar, like... The fuzz on them is similar to his fur. Like, they kind of look like him. They do. A bit. Yeah, it's a similar Um, pattern. But he definitely herds them, and, like, you'll find them, like, usually grouped together because he'll move them around, and he'll announce when he does so. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) you might find a stray one, but, like, a lot of times he'll kind of keep the litter together. (laughs) Most nights, he'll, once we go into bed, he'll go downstairs get a caterpillar and just start hooping and hollering while it's in his mouth as he carries it back upstairs as I guess an offering to join us in the bed. He doesn't need to give us anything, <laughs> but he likes to earn his keep. Yeah. Like he gets excited when we go to bed, but that's his thing is like, he has to bring it up and then we have to tell him he's a good boy. And then he comes up on the bed and situates himself between Reese's feet because that's, where he likes to sit and there is a permanent halo of white hair in that spot. It's like a heat map of, you can tell where he sleeps every night. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate how even, uh, I think it was last year for Halloween. We have a big life-size skeleton prop and I put it in the bed and I was like, Oh, so clever. I'm going to, you know, pull a prank on Reese when he comes back and there's a skeleton in the bed but then Cooper actually came and sat between the skeleton's legs and like cuddled with it and it was like oh no I don't have the heart to move this now because <laughs> while you're while you were at work he just made himself comfortable and like just cuddle with the skeleton <laughs> to this day the skeleton is in the bed instead of me <laughs> can't disturb the status quo how has it been like working from home more and then seeing their personalities throughout the day when usually you'd be at work? 
So, honestly, they're pretty good about, for, for like 80% of the day, they're pretty good. They'll usually find a, situate a place to sleep. Most daylight hours, Cooper will be under the bed on top of a shoe rack that's under the bed. And that's where he'll hang out. And then Ziggy will rotate between right near my computer is kind of a small garden bay window with a cat bed in it. So he'll be behind my laptop there. He'll sleep on the couch. He likes to sleep on furniture a lot because he's a little person. So he'll, you know, find a place to situate there. But for some reason, when he catches wind that I'm getting on a video call for work is when he'll decide to be needy and to walk in front of my screen and to jump in my lap or to otherwise, like, try and get my attention. Although Cooper sometimes does it less frequently, but actually earlier today I was on a call and I wasn't using my headphones because I was on the only one in the room. And that's when Cooper decided to start hurting his caterpillars. And he was just, oh, 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 like with his mouth full while my coworkers are trying to like really brainstorm through a problem we're all thinking through, just oh, squawking in the background and yodeling. So, you know, I had to pet him on the head and tell him like when I put myself on mute and tell him, you know, oh, you're a good boy, Coop, good boy. Please, please be quiet. <laughs> if I tell you you're a good boy, which you are, please be quiet for mommy. <laughs> so I don't know how much of it is us working at home and how much of it is just the larger space because we moved into a new house around the same time the pandemic started. But Cooper's become much more sociable in the past year and a half or so. Uh, Ziggy's always been needy very affectionate he's more like a puppy than a cat but cooper generally keeps to himself recently he's definitely come down a lot more sought attention more often i think he spent more time playing with ziggy too so yeah i think he enjoys having us around or at the very least enjoys the acoustics of the new space (laughs) yeah most of his singing happens in the stairwell but yeah i noticed like he'll come and seek us out and just check on what we're doing and everything. So I would say that Cooper's definitely come out of his shell more. Um, But Ziggy's about the same, but also even before the pandemic, a lot of times I would work from home just because of the flexibility of like my workplace. And I'm, I would say like, he really is codependent with me. Like I have to hold him like a baby Um, he's very demanding in that respect. Like I'll have to take a break and like hold him because he won't leave me alone unless I like get on the couch with a blanket and then I hold him kind of like I'm burping him until he calms down. He he is a baby. Him's baby. What's interesting about Ziggy versus Cooper is that Ziggy very much wants to spend time with us while we're awake. Then once we go to bed, he's much more likely to sleep elsewhere in the house. Sometimes he sleeps with us, but often he sleeps on a chair downstairs. Cooper doesn't seek out our attention as much while we're awake, but is always there when we're asleep. He pre-games us going to bed, comes down, and it's like, what are you guys doing? It's, it's time. Come upstairs. So it's interesting, just that different dynamic between them. 
Well, that's a good time clock, though, or at least an insurance that you're going to go to bed, like a reminder, like wrap up what you're doing. Don't watch another episode. Go upstairs to bed. It's Cooper's calling. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I like it when like cats have that routine because it's like that's a form of like that they show affection. Like I'm ready to sleep next to you. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> it's really cute. Mm -hmm. No, that is one nice thing is like that is a like a habit or a constant. That's something that like you can pretty much rely on. Like a while ago was the first time I had spent a couple of consecutive nights away from home. And I definitely noticed that the routine was not there. It is nice to have. I know that there's so many stories that we have about our cats, but what is something like recently that Ziggy and Cooper have done that has been so weird where you're like, I don't understand. <laughs> what, what did you just do? I mean, I have historical stuff, but hard to trying to think of recently. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be recent. If you have a funny one, uh, go ahead. I mean, Cooper used to like going after loading screens and loading wheels on the TV. He would like try and <laughs> touch them. He also has a penchant for vanilla. So he'll try and steal things. Like I've caught him stealing a cupcake and had to like chase him across the apartment and he would not let it go. Like he knew he was in trouble, but it was like, well, I'm in, I'm in this too deep now. I have to, I have to finish this wherever it leads. Yeah. Cooper. Well, neither of them goes after human food much now, but when they were younger, Cooper definitely had a penchant for baked goods. Um, so he stole a waffle off my plate once. He climbed uh, he, in your lap and you were eating and he, he mm -hmm. just, Snuck a waffle off. Yeah, he tried to take a sandwich cupcake. Didn't he get into some pudding once? Yeah, my sister Caroline and my aunt were pet sitting for me when it was just them at my apartment before we lived together, and Cooper got some creme brulee. <laughs> yeah, Ziggy, on the other hand, is much more of a, a meat and potatoes kind of cat. I once went and did uh, Wingnuts Wednesday, so pound and a half of wings, fries, two drinks. Bring it home, put it on the table, and the tray is open, mind you. And I think, oh, I need to go grab some napkins. So I get up, go into the kitchen, and immediately Ziggy jumps onto the table. And rather than taking a wing from the open container, he tries to take the entire tray with him off the table. Yeah, like he grabbed the lid of the tray and was like backpedaling off of the table. It was like all or nothing. Mm -hmm. So... I couldn't help but be a little proud of him. This is like, you know, shoot for the stars. Even if you'll miss, you'll land amongst the wings that fell on the floor. But I feel that it is indicative of their personalities. Like Cooper is very much a like very careful, dainty, quiet, kind of innocent. And Ziggy just without abandon just doesn't really care. And it just has a lot of gumption. Mm -hmm. Which makes him. Yeah, good for him being assertive, but um, that means that they're both dangerous in different ways. They both fill in the gaps and complement each other for getting in trouble. Ziggy is very curious about closed rooms. Cooper less so. We've got a laundry room downstairs, which we keep closed when we're not using it. 
anytime one of us is in there, he just wants to know what's going on. He'll always try to come in. Um, he has, I don't know, at least a dozen times gotten himself locked in there, unbeknownst to us. He never has a good time, but he keeps doing it. He's gotten stuck behind the machine a couple times. We had to, you know, slide him out and fish him out, but he still doesn't. I remember one time in our last apartment, Cooper was sitting in front of the closet. And he's just kind of staring at it. And I look at him and I say, Cooper, what are you doing? There's nothing in there for you. And as soon as I say that, an orange Paul just sticks out from under the door of the closet and starts batting wildly. And Coop or Ziggy had just gotten himself stuck in the closet. Or, <laughs> but that know. was the towel closet yeah. in the bathroom. And he was like up on a couple shelves and there's not a lot of space. Like if he was on the bottom level to like shimmy up to the middle. So he like somehow squeezed himself up to the middle part where he opened the door and he's at eye level. Mm-hmm. So that's also the nice thing about Cooper keeping Ziggy in check in that respect as well, because if Ziggy gets himself locked in a room because he's snooping around, Cooper will usually go and be curious and, you know, kind of give him away. It sounds like they complement each other really well. They sound really cute. They do. They give each other noogies and things like that. But I think overall their dynamic, like they get along together fairly well. So do they have like cuddle time together? Do they like to spend time like specifically with each other? They used to cuddle more when Cooper was a kitten. And if you can believe there was a time where Cooper was smaller than Ziggy. Because Cooper is very long and lanky and Ziggy is very dense and compact. But yeah, Ziggy and Cooper used to cuddle a lot more when Cooper was a kitten, but not as much now. They'll still hang out in the same space, but if there's cuddling, it's usually both of them sitting between Reese's feet on the bed at night. And that's if Ziggy doesn't decide to be a little butt and bite Cooper until he gets off the bed. And he always bites Cooper in like the little white patch on his saddle like his cream filling, he always has to bite him right there. I notice, like he he deliberately goes to that spot on his back, which is kind of interesting. Does he know it's a pain point? <laughs> Maybe it is. It's his it's his uh, soft spot. Mm-hmm. We do have a kind of like a cardboard cat house in the living room, and then just a regular cardboard box next to it. And they will get into those boxes adjacent to each other at the same time and hang out. Cooper's just sitting there, you know, Paul's tucked, being precious, minding his own business. And Ziggy's in the box next to him, just chewing up the cardboard and making a mess. But, you know, they're doing it together. Yeah, Ziggy's a beaver. Although he's kind of taught Cooper that behavior where, like, you'll catch Cooper near a cardboard box and he'll take a bite out of it. Whereas, like, Ziggy can can shred through a box and he enjoys it. He, he revels in the destruction, but if, I mean, if that's the worst that he does and that's really good and I'm happy to give him an extra box, but yeah, we did have to set up another box next to the actual designated cat house because, you know, they were both fighting over being in there at the same time. 
So you have to have one for each of them. It's like if you have kids, it's like, well, you can't share the thing. You have to get one for each kid so they don't fight with each other. Do you have any more random last stories that you want to share? I'm trying to think. But everything you've said has been great. I love Thanks. it. Yeah. It really shows the dynamic between the two and it's super cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to capture like any of them, like, you know, without seeing them or being with them or even like if people come over, they may not, you know, see completely who they are. But I, I do think that is one thing with cats is like you have to earn their trust in order for them to like reveal more of themselves to you. I mean, sh- certainly there are some cats who just do that. But I think that that is a a thing of note is that when you earn a cat's trust, that's a very high compliment. Like I'm only doing this destructive behavior. or I'm only being this weirdo because I trust you enough to be that in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I will say um, kind of a key feature of Ziggy's personality that we didn't touch on yet is his penchant for tummy rubs. Oh, yeah. It's bizarre. He just is desperate for tummy rubs. I get home yeah. from work and he'll see me get out of his little cat bed, walk across the room and just flop over and be like, here I am. Where you been? <laughs> Let's get to it. <laughs> Cooper, not so much. He... He enjoys getting pets, but he doesn't usually seek them out. But Ziggy's definitely desperate for attention. Yeah, Cooper has, like, as you were saying earlier, like, coming out of his shell more. Definitely will come out more if he knows that you're, like, in, like, he was already in the room and you come in, he'll come out. Um, And he does, like, having his tummy rubbed and he won't, it's not a trap. But with Ziggy, yeah, like, with some of our close close friends that are over fairly often, like he'll just flop over and like, you know, when Sam comes over, like you and Sam will both be rubbing him on his tummy on the couch and he'll just love it. But that it is very strange because he is kind of like a puppy in that respect because he, he enjoys it and he actively seeks it out and it's not a trap. Like he's not going to attack you when you do it. If anything, he just falls into a trance. So that is one very nice privilege of Ziggy's affections is that you can actually touch the tum without consequence. Cooper's definitely more Sundari about it. Um, <laughs> he will be a little standoffish, um, but he he wants the pets. But then when you pet him, he doesn't really know how to respond. He's like, oh, I enjoy this, but... But what do I do? Do I roll over? Do I stretch out my legs? Do I, like, wag my tail? He just kind of breaks, basically. Yeah, some wires get crossed, and Mm -hmm. he'll fall off the bed, or his tail will curl into a cinnamon bun or something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a goof. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> but that's why we picked them. I mean, mm-hmm. they were the weird ones. So it was like, yeah, we'll take them. It was Ziggy the one that was crab walking. Oh, that Cooper. was Cooper. Oh, Cooper. Mm-hmm. But it was like, surely, like, Ziggy, who's already off the wall, will, will go well with this cat. 
with the foster is like, yeah, take Cooper home and see if Ziggy gets along with him. And they're like, yeah, try it for a two week period. And Cooper's just been on loan indefinitely. He's that library book that you forgot to return and it's a bit too late. And it's like, well, they probably won't notice anyways. And it's not like I have to report it on my tax returns or have it to graduate. So he's just a permanent fixture now. <laughs> that and his Hadron Collider, that was his gift with purchase. That mm-hmm. was the book light that came with Cooper or the Snuggie. <laughs> Explain that. What? Oh, (laughs) so like Reese was saying, the particle accelerator, the um, the track ball toy. Oh, that's I I also call it the Hadron Collider because it's like it's got one ball or a particle in it, and they spin it faster, and it it just spins it around faster in the circle. But like that was Cooper's favorite toy at his foster mom's, so that was the gift with purchase when when we brought Cooper home is he, he came with that toy, which, you know, is a nice bonus. Cause yeah. like Ziggy likes that toy too. And I'm sure that helped like glaze over some of the friction of, you know, Oh, well you brought this new kid home, but they came with a cool new toy. So I'm sure there's lots of siblings out there who would like, that would be definitely an easier sell of like, congrats. You're going to be a big sibling. And that's like, but you get this cool toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah. Sorry, I should have elaborated earlier. No, I, it, it was just a lot of words that I didn't know were supposed to go together. <laughs> <laughs> the particle accelerator is interesting because how the cats, they both play with it, but they play with it in a style that corresponds to the other cat. So, Cooper is very dainty and slow and intentional but when he plays with the particle accelerator he's very determined you know he's swatting at it making it go as fast as it can ziggy who's very feisty and active just lays down and like lethargically swats at it occasionally then if it doesn't roll all the way back around i'll have to tilt it over so the ball goes back to him and he'll gradually paw at it so it's it's weird that they swap their style with that specific toy Maybe if we invert the spin of the particle, that'll correct it so the rest of the behavior aligns with uh, non-dark matter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One last question before we wrap up. Have you ever thought about getting like one of those hamster wheel things for Ziggy and Cooper? I've seen those. The running ones, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those and I've been curious, but I know for sure it wouldn't work with Cooper because he's just... It's an effort for him to get up and walk around and stay upright, and he prefers to stay parallel to the ground, which is why, you know, I I feel the same way, so I, I get it. Ziggy has the activity level, for sure, to do it. I don't know if he has the discipline. He's pretty smart. I think he'd figure out, like, oh, you're trying to get me to do something, like... I don't know. I'm t- I think he's a little too smart for it. He wouldn't run around... Well... Although at the same time, he like chases and bites his own tail. So I think Ziggy would be more likely to use it, but I think he would not want to use it because you want him to use it. Ziggy is not a cat that does things as instructive for intended use. What are your thoughts on that? 
I agree. Maybe if we put the caterpillars in the wheel at midnight, Cooper would use it. That's basically the only time he's active. Uh, Ziggy, he's got the gumption and the speed to make it work, but not really the attention span. I think he would get bored quickly and do something else. Yeah, I agree. TLDR, the thought has crossed our minds that it would be funny, but definitely not worth that amount of money to watch them not use it. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. Go ahead. Yeah, so every year we do Christmas cards. We don't have any kids, so we incorporate the cats into them each time. And I just remember the first time we did one, um, we were doing the kind of stereotypical family ugly sweater portrait sort of deal but ziggy wouldn't sit still for the photo so we have kind of a separate enlarged ethereal semi-transparent picture of ziggy behind us kind of goofing on that meme of like the kid with the tuba and then himself floating in the air but everyone that saw the card was like oh no did did you lose that cat you know did he pass away i'm like no (laughs) No, he's just a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. I'd like a card this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we still got to figure out what we're doing for our card this year. Mm-hmm. But usually some amount of photoshopping is is necessary just because they won't sit still together in the same place. But we have been able to like shunt a sweater onto each of them. That itself is incredible. It's just having to do a photo burst because Ziggy is a blur. We did do a card that was a spoof of the salad cat meme. Um, And basically what we did is we just hid some treats in like some lettuce that was on a plate. And that held their attention long enough to take the photo of them together. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's one of my favorite memes. Uh, Okay, well, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and hearing so much about Ziggy and Cooper. I can't wait to see them again. They're so cute. And now I, like, know more about them. So it's going to be even better. (laughs) (laughs) I know you now. Yeah. But thank you so much. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Come pet Ziggy's tummy anytime. Sure, I will. Thank you again, callers slash cat lovers, for telling us all about Ziggy and Cooper. They really sound like a great pair. Now we've got our Cat of the Week segment. We will be posting this on our Instagram as well, so you can get a good visual. But this week's Cat of the Week is very similar to what our caller said about treating Ziggy like her baby, essentially like having a child. So it's this meme, and it's a picture. And on top of the picture, the text says... Them, your cat is not your child. Me, colon. And it's a picture showing a guy standing in his kitchen and he's cooking with one arm. He's like stirring a pot or doing something with a pan. And in his other arm, he's cradling his cat like a baby. And I think this is very relatable. I think quite a few of us may have worn a hoodie backwards so that the hood is in the front and then put our cat in it just to let them hang out. And I've, I know I've definitely done that. <laughs> if you want to submit a meme, video, or a profile of your cat to be Cat of the Week, email us at submissions at perpodcast.com.
Well, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed hearing about Ziggy and Cooper. Check out our Instagram to see pictures of them, including the Christmas card that was mentioned. You can also email us at hello at perpodcast.com or submit your cats and cat memes to us at submissions at perpodcast.com. That's P-U-R-R podcast.com. Or reach out to us on Instagram. Our handle is personalities podcast, personalities spelled with P-U-R-R. Please subscribe or follow wherever you're listening and have a great day.